Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. Today we are going to be going over some must-read books because I feel like right now we are getting into summertime and you might want to, you know, enjoy the sunshine while walking and listening to one of these books on audio or maybe you just want to lay out at the beach and just have some fun with the family while listening or reading a book. So it could be really, really nice just to kind of curl up with a book and also do something that really fuels your soul. For me, I absolutely love, love, love books. I love, love learning. However, I am going to put a disclaimer right now is it's very important for you as a spiritual person to not always be in your own mind, to not always be in your own head, to not always be daydreaming. And when we are reading, especially fiction books, what's up happening is we're like really, really in our own mind and we're doing those daydreaming things again, you know, picturing the, the, um, scenes from our books in our mind but then we can also get into a part where we read way too much factual stuff right way too many books that are about facts and you know just trying to learn and grow learn and grow learn and grow and sometimes we just need a break and we just need you know some books that are just going to you know allow us to laugh and just allow us to unwind and we're not learning something and we're just kind of chilling So I have broken up the books today in several categories. So they are spiritual books to live by, inspirational stories. So these are would be ones that you could really listen to or read when you just kind of need a break. Maybe you want some uplifting, you know, stories for the weekend and that kind of stuff. Also, meditation. I'm also going to give you some amazing books on reincarnation, self-care, and also money mindset and manifesting. And I will tell you right now, some of my dirty, guilty pleasure books that I have read have nothing to do with spirituality. In fact, I love reading a lot of memoirs. So I love Kevin Hart's memoir that was hilarious. And I listened to it on Audible. So it was just like so interesting learning more about his life, but at the same time, like hearing jokes and that kind of stuff. So definitely got me in a good mood. And then of course I read Sebastian Maniscalco's. Um, He's also a comedian. I read his uh, memoir and that was very uplifting. Like that was very encouraging. And I'm going to say one more, which this is kind of a crazy book. It is not spiritual, but it is kind of like a memoir. And this is someone that I absolutely inspire and love, even though sometimes he's pretty intense. So you have to definitely um, watch it when you are reading his books. Well, he only has one or you're listening to some of his motivational speaking. And that is David Goggins. And David Goggins is a former Navy SEAL turned motivational speaker amongst other things. And his book is called um, Can't Hurt Me. And that was a very, very inspirational book and motivating. And honestly, he went through a lot of tragedy. So definitely sugar warning before you read that book. And I'm just bringing those up to you right now because those are not spiritual books, but those are really books that I've had a lot of fun um, listening to. And I had a lot of fun reading some of them. And, you know, you definitely have to find your guilty pleasure too of different spiritual, sorry, different books that are not spiritual. 
one of the last ones that I read too was Holly Madison's Down a Rabbit Hole and I never watched The Girls Next Door or anything like that. However, I just really, really wanted something that was just like, you know, mind numbing almost so that I wasn't going to be in that student or that teacher mindset. Okay. Because so many of us are always learning and always growing. Like I said, and you get caught up in the cycle and sometimes we just need to chill. So definitely Think about that as you go through these books. These books are going to be one of those ones when you really do want to be the student or you really want to be inspired. But then also think about other books on different genres that really also feel your heart. Okay. All right. Let's get started with spiritual books to live by. All right. I'm starting this one off with The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Probably pronounce his name wrong. However, The Four Agreements are freaking amazing. I don't know anyone who hasn't heard of this book. It is pretty difficult to live by the four agreements, but if you do practice it, it definitely helps. I know I'm definitely not perfect with it. And let me see if I can actually remember the four agreements. Same with me if you know I'm okay. Always do your best. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and be impeccable with your word. So those are the four agreements. He goes into them deeper inside of the book and they can really be transformational. So that is a book to definitely live by. Like every single day I am thinking about them, thinking about the four agreements. How can I apply them? And I remember I was in this army training and I didn't do so well on the test and I called up my husband and I was crying and I really wanted to make honors in the class because I was a army civilian up against, you know, lieutenants in the army. And I really want to make honors since I didn't do good on this test. I didn't think I could make honors. And I cried to him and he was like, well, did you do your best? And I was like, yeah, I actually did. And then he was like, then you can't beat yourself up for it. He was like, you did your best. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's one form agreements, which was a book that I was reading that around that time. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I did my best. You know, hindsight's 2020 when you look back at the answers and you're like, oh, I should have known this or I could have known that or I could have studied harder. But at the time I did my best. And I just want you know, I did make honors. I placed fifth in my class out of like 52. So I was really, really happy. So anyways, that is a really, really great one. It is also a great one to reread. And he also has the fifth agreement out as well, if you're into that. So the very next book is called Assertiveness for Earth Angels. You may have heard me talk about this like a million times. And I understand that this is written by an author who no longer wants to be associated with this book. And that is Doreen Virtue. However, I have to put this book on there because it changed my life. It really did. It helped me with my boundaries. It helped me not feel so guilty for not being everything to everyone. You know, it helped me become assertive. And that was something that I had such trouble with. Like I could not be assertive. I just wanted to give and I just wanted to love and I just wanted to take all this pain away from everyone. And I will never forget a part of the book that said that when you keep on trying to take care of others and do things for them and help them, you know, you are borderline playing God because you are taking away those experiences that that soul came down here to learn. So we cannot be enablers anymore. I was a huge enabler. And sometimes maybe I'm still an enabler. But the thing is, is that I have much better boundaries. And because of that, I'm much, much happier and I'm much, much healthier. And I have assertiveness too. And it's amazing because I noticed that when I am assertive and I am confident, 
it's like I almost require other people to step up to the plate as well. And that gives them an opportunity to open up and be part of themselves, you know what I mean? And to tap in, if you will, other parts of them. It's because, you know, I'm not taking BS anymore and it's not because, you know, it's like those kinds of things. It's like I'm requiring them to think differently, to act differently than they ever have. Think about that, but everything that I say cannot do that book justice. And that is assertiveness for earth angels. Okay, so now we're going to go to our second category, which is inspirational stories. So then these are stories that are just going to really give you a different outlook on life, a different outlook on death. And it's just going to make you just think and wonder and also might even inspire you to think and feel differently. And that first one is one of them that I read early on in my spiritual journey. And that is Dying to Be Me by Anita Morani. Morani. She's amazing. This book is a book about her when she got diagnosed with cancer. And basically she has a near-death experience and she remembers everything on the other side. And now she has devoted her life to helping other people. And it was crazy because the cancer had taken over her entire body. But then when she wakes up from this new experience, it is all completely gone. And it's really cool too because Anita was actually um, founded, if you will, um, found by Wayne Dyer. So if you know him, he is a huge, huge um, person in the metaphysical self-help arena. And he is the one that really pushed Dying to Be Me to be published actually by Hay House. And they were really good friends up until the time that Wayne passed away not too long ago. I loved this book so, 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 so much. Definitely get into it if you are wondering about the afterlife and, you know, especially about how the fear in life can really, truly make you sick and cause crazy, crazy things. All right, the next book also changed my life, Reaching to Heaven by James Van Prague. This is actually second in the series. The first book was called Talking to Heaven. I didn't read Talking to Heaven before I read Reaching to Heaven. If you don't know James Van Prague, he is a trailblazer in the psychic and mediumship world. He is one of my idols, one of my mentors. I'm so happy that I got the train with him because around the time that I read Reaching to Heaven, I was going through one of the most toughest times of my entire life. I mean, like, I'll just tell you, like, I found out that my husband at the time had gotten back to his ex-wife and was cheating on me, and I was you know, just devastated. And I really didn't know what to do. And I found myself in Tennessee and I just didn't know what to do. And I called up my grandma and my aunt here in Michigan. And I said, Hey, there's this book that you have. It's called reaching to heaven. I left it up there when I was, you know, on holiday, when I was on vacation, I went to go see them. I'm like, can you please mail me this book? And they did. They mailed me this book because I knew that it was going to help me again. Like if I read it again, it was going to help me. And near the end of the book is really what I'm talking about, that there are different stories that really will just, oh my gosh, it'll just make your heart just sway. It'll just make it swoon. It'll just make it so big and full of love. And I read this book twice. Love it. And actually, maybe on... Uh, Friday, I will read you a story or two for spirit stories out of this book because it's definitely worth it. All right. The next inspirational story to read is Memories of Heaven by Wayne Dyer. And this is a collection of stories 
of children who are remembering that they chose their parents, remembering other lives, you know, remembering all different things about heaven. In fact, I'm not sure if she's listening or not. I, w I read a woman who actually had one of her children in this book. It was really, really cool. So it's really neat. Just a whole bunch of really, really quick, like, sto quick stories. So if you are having a rough time or if you just want a little dose of happiness, this would be the book for you just to kind of, you know, read really quick and be like, wow, I can't believe this. How amazing is it that kids remember this? Or this is the way that that, you know, kids choose their parents or choose who they're going to be when they come to this incarnation on earth. Definitely worth the read. All right, the next category is meditation. So as you know, that when I started opening up spiritually and things like that, I really didn't know what to do, but I knew that meditation was all the rave and I heard that it could truly help me. And one of the first books that I read was Joyful Wisdom, Embracing Change and Finding Freedom. And this is actually by a monk and I'm going to butcher his name, but his name is Yonggi Mingir Rinpoche. I want to say Rinpoche, but I'm pretty, pretty sure it's pronounced Rinpoche. Anyways, really, really great book when you are wanting to know a little bit more of like the science behind meditation, the things that meditation can do for you. It is written more like a memoir as opposed to like a scientific book and that kind of stuff full of facts. And it also has some funny moments to it as well. And then it also just makes meditation a little bit more fun and less scary and definitely less less scientific, even though they really do show you some scientific evidence inside of this book. All right, the next book was 10% Happier by Dan Harris. Oh my gosh, I love this book because it's also memoir, memoir style, the style that I like in a book. But he, Dan Harris, was a reporter and he was, I believe, live on the air, if memory serves me right. And he had like a freaking mental breakdown. And he ends up telling the story about how he found meditation. And he created this book called 10% Happier because he believes if you meditate, then you will become at least 10% happier than you are now. All right. For our next category, we have reincarnation. So many of you probably already know the book that I'm going to say first. This is the holy grail of reincarnation. That's my opinion. But basically, every spiritual teacher, I believe, would agree with me that if you are looking into learning or wanting more stories about reincarnation, then this is going to be the book to look into. And that is Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss. And Brian Weiss now is like huge in the reincarnation thing. And he's known all over the world and stuff like that. But he didn't always start off that way. And he was a psychiatrist or a psychologist that was working with a woman to overcome her fear of water and I guess that she couldn't swallow and things like that. It was very difficult. Anyways, while working with her, she definitely tunes into a past life. So I don't want to give away everything to you in case you haven't heard of it, but that is definitely a really, really, really cool book. All right. Another really great reincarnation book is The Boy Who Knew Too Much by Kathy Bird. And by the way, I will link these in the show notes. But The Boy Who Knew Too Much is about this little boy and he actually believes that he is a reincarnation of Lou Garrett. And it is insane the things that this boy knows. And it's kind of crazy with some of the stuff that happens with him. And it just proves more and more and more. And this mom of his isn't letting things go at all. And she does her own investigation 
and it's really an incredible story. It is a fun read as well. So if you're wanting a dose of reincarnation, definitely check out that book. All right. The next category is self-care. Now, I really cannot think of self-care without thinking of Cheryl Richardson. So she has some self-care oracle card decks and stuff, but I do love her book. In fact, I read it twice and it is called The Art of Extreme Self-Care. She gives you some really, really great pointers on what self-care is, what to do, why it's needed, all of that jazz. It's really, really, really good. This is definitely more than bubble baths and facials, you know what I mean? Things that she gives you pointers on and she definitely comes from a place of experience. So I truly appreciated that. This is definitely more of one of those like self-help style books, but very, very good. And then we're bringing back Anita, Anita Marjane, and she created this book called Sensitive is the New Strong. So if you are an empath, if you're someone who is sensitive, this book definitely gives it a new perspective. It makes you think about it a little bit differently. And I thought it was a really, really, really great book, especially for those who are trying to navigate, you know, being sensitive to energy or learning about energy or who are often called, you know, crybabies or too sensitive and things like that. This book will definitely help you feel better about that. All right, the next and our final category is money mindset and manifesting, okay? These are going into one category. And now this is where I bring up Gabby B. So you guys know her. She is Gabrielle Bernstein. I have read just about all of her books. I think I have all of them. However, Super Attractor definitely stands out because she gives you a play-by-play on what to do to manifest, to bring things into your life that you truly, truly want. And what I love about this too is that she was trying to um, manifest or, you know, bring into her life um, a child and she had been having a really hard time with it. And I believe that's one of the reasons why that she really um, created this book. And I absolutely love it. And now she has a cute little baby boy and definitely worth the read. I absolutely love it. It's an easy read as well. All right, so now the next one is Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis. Sorry for the swear word. It's called Rich AF, okay? And I absolutely love this book because it is her personal experience and how she manifested money, things like that. And what's really, really interesting is when you get to know Amanda Francis, you get to go look back on her like YouTube videos that she has, you know, all of her content from way before she became a millionaire or a multimillionaire at this point. She was trying to make her first, you know, $10,000 a month and her first $20,000 a month. And you're able to go along with her in this journey, not in the kind of in the book, but definitely in her other content. I found her book first, read her book, and then I went and researched her. And now I follow her all the time. So if you were feeling ever like, oh no, I don't really need that much money, or I don't really need this, or I don't really need that, or you know, any kind of limiting mindset like that, She's definitely the girl for you. Or if you secretly want nice things in life, she's totally going to help you out because she really brings forward the fact that we are incredible divine beings with an all-loving God, if you will. And he wants you to have everything. Why limit yourself? Why limit yourself thinking that, you know, oh, there's not enough to go around or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't need this much because, you know, I want to give to other people. When you think that way, you're trying to say that God isn't abundant and he doesn't have a 
enough for everybody. He does. And what I love about Amanda too is that she's like, the more money that I make, the more money that I can give out. And she is donating a lot and she's always contributing to causes. And she was like, because I'm able to make this kind of money and do this, I am able to give more. And not just that, but she's able to take care of herself in a way to where she's able to be more of service for other people. And then if you think about it too, she's also way happier. And that's raising the vibration of the planet. But anyways, definitely, definitely a great book. And I've read that twice. It's kind of funny. I did not realize I've read a lot of books twice, but apparently I have. All right. Now this next book is pretty interesting and it is called The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Shin. So it's actually Florence Scovel Shin. And I do like this book. It's actually a, a short book. It's short and to the point. And I do have to warn some of the things I don't agree with 100%. I'm still wrapping my head around some of the examples that she gave. However, overall, 1000% believe her and not just a believer, but it's like, this is true. This is the game of life and how to play it. Exactly. It really tries to get you into that manifesting mindset and not just that, but trusting in the universe, trusting that there's something else, trusting that we are not bound by like time and things like that, because miracles do happen. And these examples show that it does. And the only person that's really stopping us from experiencing these miracles is our ourselves. And so I definitely want you to play around with it. It's a really, really good book and you should definitely tune into it. And before I wrap up, I do have to give an honorable mention. And that honorable mention is by Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And it says how to lose your mind and create a new one. And this is talking about, you know, reestablishing your brain into thinking differently. And this book is really for those who are very science oriented, who are either into physics as well. I would not read this book before bed because I noticed myself falling asleep because because I really need my brain to be turned on so I can really gather some of the concepts that he was talking about in this book. But it truly lets you know like, hey, everything that is going on in your life and everything that you think is super changeable. There is not one thing that you have to put up with in this life. You can change yourself. You can change your thoughts. You can change your outer world. You can change every single thing. And that's what I really gathered from that book. And I hope that you love it. And of course, if you want, definitely check out my book, Anxiety to Angels. Okay, it is a very, very quick, quick book. Um, I think you can read it in like a couple hours at the most. And I give you the step-by-step -step process that I did to go from Anxiety to Angels. Because you know, I was on Ativan, I was on Xanax, and I was on Prozac. And I had a lot of anxiety. And then I realized I was not sick. I was psychic. And so that's kind of like what my book is about. But since we were talking about books. Hey, I had to throw mine out there, right? I created it to help you out. So I hope that you truly do love it. And I would love to know what books of yours that you absolutely love. What are some must reads that you have? There was about a zillion other books that didn't make this cut. So I wonder if some of the ones that you have to recommend are ones that I love, or maybe some books that I have never even heard of, because that would be awesome. I will be posting into the Rising to Power group, and I hope you join me over there on Facebook so that you can give me maybe some insight on your favorite books. All right, we will see you on Friday. Bye.